0: I noticed also when I was uh, putting the, the schedule together that there is a common theme that I will bring up during the show. And actually, the last one, two, three, four, five, six games all share this same thing. And there are three games before that that also share. So there's nine games, and I'll tell you what it is when we get to it. I don't want you to. I don't want to spoil the surprise. But I think uh, something either went haywire or Vegas is broken.
1: It's all gone wrong, isn't it? I mean, it's AI, though. The AI wouldn't have gone haywire. AI is perfect. We know that. The commercial told us so.
0: Malfunction. Welcome to View from the Top of the Goalpost. I'm your host, Diesel, joining you from Diesel's Dapper Dungeon of Delight. I need to articulate. Uh, you got my partner over here. What does it say tonight? me? He's not, nothing is easy. Chad, nothing is easy, Smith. He's the Dadalak. Chad, how you doing tonight, Chad?
1: Oh, Diesel, as always, I am phenomenal. But I am also oh, so much better now that I am here, hanging out with you, about to do some football picks and chat about the NFL, even though the refs make me want to vomit all the time. You
0: make me sick. The refs are so bad. And like the thing about it is the NFL came out and said, yeah, our refs are really bad. But what do you want us to do about it? Like maybe hire some competent refs? Or stop like telling them that they need to focus on this one penalty and maybe tell them to focus on false starts because I've seen so many false starts not called this year. It's nuts. People are just starting early and whatever.
1: Doesn't matter. Left tackles, Uh, right tackles, they can start whenever they want.
0: Yeah, this week also was the trade deadline on Halloween. And as the last few years, it's been the same. Uh, it's that's the baseball trade deadline now we have buyers and sellers it's it's really weird because the sellers are actually putting people on like up for sale like Chase young going to the 49ers for a third round pick that was a steal the Bears got screwed if you ask me because they spent a second rounder on uh, sweat yeah and... like
1: who the hell like How bad is their GM that they were like, all right, guys, 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 we'll give you a second rounder for Montez Sweat. They didn't even inquire about Chase Young. Like, they didn't were like, hey, what about Chase Young? Like, maybe a a,
0: a third rounder? They also spent a second rounder last year on Chase Claypool. So, I mean, that shows you how smart the Bears front office is. I mean, look at the coaching staff they have and look at how they've drafted lately. So, yeah, Ryan Poles isn't a very good GM in my opinion. He came in there with some swagger, saying he was going to be the Packers, and he's yet to do that. And the Packers suck. Stupid! <laughs> <Sorry>. that's fact. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so a bunch of big news with the trade deadline, and then we had uh, a full week of games last week. And after an abysmal week from the both of us, we. Both kind of uh, got back on track last week. I uh, went 13 and three after going four and nine. I had less losses this week than I had whatever. Still, that's I did good last Great week. week. Great week. Uh, Great week. Chad went 11 and five, which is nothing to be upset about. That's a pretty good week as well. And yeah, so our total record for the season is chad is leading at 77 and 47 and i am 74 and 50 so not not too shabby gained a couple games on chad maybe i can do some more this week we'll see because these games are crazy i could see us having like seven different games this week because i don't even i don't even know how to go about these games it's so scripted but uh how did you do with your locks last week Well, folks, I determined that I am still
1: at least moderately cursed because, Chad, the graphic. As you can see, for the first time, it took us all the way to week eight. We had two pushes last week in both the bonus locks for the uh, Tennessee, or I mean the Tampa Bay Buffalo game for the over at 42, which it hit 42 exactly. So we pushed there. And then we also pushed on the bonus for the New York Jets. Because they only won by three. So double pushes. It took us to week eight to get those. But then for the rest of them, we did get the gold lock right and the silver lock right with Minnesota and the Miami Dolphins. Unfortunately, Kansas City let us down. So we could not get the gold, silver, and bronze right this week. And also Baltimore let us down this week with some backdoor bullshit at the end of the game because they were at minus nine and a half had to cover the entire freaking game, and then Arizona somehow got an onside kick. And then, not only do they get a missed field goal, the refs go, nah, nah, folks, that was a false start. They get to kick it again, and then they hit the field goal for just one of the most annoying backdoor covers ever. So we went two, two, and two for our picks last week. So not great, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, the uh, Cardinals kind of won with, uh, like, a surprise roll-up, if you will. Yeah. They didn't win the game, but they, like, uh, screwed over your lock. But
1: They really did, they and they screwed over my parlays. They screwed over a lot of people's.
0: Baltimore shouldn't have been favored by that much, and we talked about that last week. So, yeah, like, sometimes oh. we're smarter than Vegas.
1: And I did forget, I also did get – I did put a bonus lock on Texas as well, so – The Houston Texans lost. So I actually went two, three and two. So even worse.
0: Sometimes we're smarter than Vegas, but we still feed into their chaos. And that's why they always win. They always win.
1: House always wins, baby. The house always wins.
0: Are we ready to pick some games for week nine of the 2023 season?
1: Not even in the slightest. I have no (laughs) idea what is going on anymore. And folks, get excited for later in the week when our power rankings come out. Because, like, trying to do the power rankings made me realize how little I actually know about what the hell is going on this year with the NFL. It is terrifying, and I have no idea. I'm going into this week basically blind. I have, I did not look at other games. I think I, I know what my gold lock is, and that's it. Besides that, we're flying by the seat of our pants. So no, I am not ready, but I'm still gonna go with it.
0: So I have my power rankings in front of me. We haven't. Like, talked about ours, and no nope, so we're, we're doing a separate recording too. So, breaking the fourth wall, but uh, Chad's a great editor, you might not even notice. I don't know, I don't know how he's gonna do it, but anyways, no yeah, I, <laughs> I am interested to see what Chad's power rankings are because I know they're gonna be different than mine. I bet you our top fives are gonna be like completely well, I have like two of the same teams in the top five, that's how I feel right now. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea how to pick this week either. Just like last week, last week I got lucky that I went 13 and three because that was a tough week. This week's not any easier, and we're starting out on Thursday Night Football with uh a hard one to pick right away and that is the 3 and 4 Tennessee Titans traveling to the 4 and 3 Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh is favored by 3 with a 36 and a half point over under and the fan vote has Pittsburgh at 65% with Will Levis as the quarterback of the Titans now. I don't know. I don't know was that just like He just had some extra adrenaline because it was his first start and he was balling and he realized, hey, I got DeAndre Hopkins, so uh, I'm just going to throw it to him. I don't know. Pittsburgh, I don't know what Pittsburgh is. Like one week, they look like they're okay. The next week, they look like total garbage, like last week. I don't know how to. I'm, I'm going against America and I'm going with Tennessee because I actually really liked how Mayo Man played last week, and like yeah, just get the ball to Hopkins, and once they start figuring that out, just start pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. The Titans, like, are primed to actually make a run in a not so good uh, AFC South. I mean, Jacksonville is only has two losses, but I mean, you never know. You never know. You like, you get hot right now. You, they can make a run. And
1: there's three I'm wildcard teams it. every year now. So, I mean, a lot of teams get in. But you're saying there's a chance. Man, this game makes me sick. Because Will Levis, and I, I looked back at the actual film on Will Levis, and not like all of the film, but I want to see those touchdowns again. Because when I saw it on Red Zone, I remembered thinking to myself, am I watching just the same play over again? Because he did the exact same motion. He did the pump fake into the just bomb to D hop on all three of the touchdowns to D hop. And then his final touchdown to, I can't remember the other receiver's name, was also the exact same throw. And it was, if you just cover the double move, it feels like he wasn't that good. And I was really into the mailman as well. I was texting Diesel, I texted him the mailman Cometh, I was jacked. And then he also got finally Desmond Ritter benched. So it also made me, I was very happy about that game as a whole. So, I think that was like the high I was on. On that note, though, nah, nah, I'm not. I'm taking Mike Tomlin against a rookie QB. I I don't think the Mayo Man gets it two weeks in a row. I think the Pittsburgh defense sees that double pump fake into a long ball, and they do cover DeAndre Hopkins. And they also can stop D. Henry. And I know they lost Minka Fitzpatrick for the rest of the year. But they'll be okay. Mike Tomlin is just too gosh dang good as a coach. Don't get me wrong. I like Mike Vrabel as well. But yeah, give me Pittsburgh in this game. And with the Thursday night bonus lock of the week, hopefully getting back on track. But I'm putting it on Pittsburgh. So you know Pittsburgh is going to lose this game and Tennessee is going to win. And I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. But I got to do it to you. So bonus lock of the week. Pittsburgh Steelers. Eat the points. It's uh, what you got to do
0: as to your Mike Vrabel comment, he is the only competent coach in the Bill Belichick coaching tree as of right now.
1: Yep, a little bit, it is uh, it is the <laughs> true fact. But you know what? Bill Belichick wasn't here to uh, mentor anyone, right? He's here to win championships.
0: That's true, I mean, you can go down the line and you look at like Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell, and like those guys weren't even that good once it came down to it. I mean, they kept on giving Romeo Cornell like head coach jobs, though. Like,
1: always around. He never
0: won anything, though. He won like what, five games a year for every team that he coached?
1: Oh, at least I mean, he always won the five games. To be fair,
0: he did coach a horrible Browns team, a horrible Chiefs team, and a horrible uh, Houston team. He just kept on getting the bottom feeders. I don't know why they, he never got. Um, Maybe it's just because he's not a good coach. (laughs) I don't know. Probably. Anyways, guten tag, Chad. We're going to Germany on Ahoy! at uh, 8.30 a.m. here in the Central Time Division, which it's also Daylight Savings Time. So it will feel like it's 7.30 a.m. or it will feel like it's 9.30. I don't even know. We get a game early, though. I'm excited about it because it's actually a good matchup. And it is the 6-2 Miami Dolphins facing off against the home team, the 6-2 Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by 2.5 with a a 50.5 point over-under. And the fan vote has the Chiefs at 52%. What do you have this game as, Chad? Uh,
1: I have this game as a massive headache is what I have this game as because son of a bitch like gosh darn it like this is probably the best European game that we have had in I don't know maybe ever years Yeah. yeah years if not ever because man the Dolphins who are the Dolphins they have beat no one who has a winning record the two times they've come up against teams with winning records they got their doors blown off both times by Buffalo and Philly and then Kansas City who's Kansas City they lost to the Lions, and then they just lost to the Broncos. And really, they could have lost multiple of their other wins be if the Zebras weren't on their side for some really, really, really rough calls. This game's in Germany, though. So there's no home field advantage. It means nothing. Neither of these teams are teams that play across the pond ever because they're too good, so they don't usually send them over there to do this too good for me i am going to take kansas city only because i know you're taking miami and it is a pure coin flip game and i just don't think that patrick mahomes will have the flu again this week (laughs) and i know that the kansas city's defense isn't going to be able to do what they've done all year and hold them to under 21 points but I do think that the Miami defense is still not very good even with getting Jalen Ramsey back and I just think Kansas City will rack up some points and they'll get a couple critical stops. I do still think Miami is a really good team though. I know they they're going to lose to another competent winning team and people are going to just rail them for it but I'm not off the Miami bandwagon in any way. I just think especially after a loss to Denver and Kansas City bounces back here and Diesel is picking Miami. So I'm going to get a game up on here or I'm going to go a game down. I just, you know, it is what it is. So please tell me, Diesel, why you are taking Miami in this game.
0: Yes, I am taking Miami. I just want to say, though, like for as bad, say what you will about Denver. The Packers still scored more points against Denver than Kansas City did. Just saying. Um, Fact. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes did have the flu. And I was texting you on Sunday that because I was kind of I was talking about like Broncos had to beat the Chiefs at some point. And I said, this could be the one. But I didn't pick them. I I, like part of me thought that maybe it was the one, but I didn't pick them, And I was texting you on Sunday saying, man, I really wish I would have taken them. Because once I heard Patrick Mahomes had the flu and it was Brandon Perner's birthday, you knew that the Broncos were gonna win. I just I just knew it. And it was actually fun to see the Broncos have a good game and beat the Chiefs because it was 16 losses in a row. They haven't won against the Broncos in eight years. I mean, the Broncos haven't beat the Chiefs in eight years. 2015. So, yeah, it was uh, nice to actually see it for once and Chiefs, they feel like Superman because I don't really think they have that great of a roster but they're also almost invincible at the same time so it's nice to see that there is some kryptonite out there and they're not invincible and there might be a blueprint on how to beat them now
1: Yeah, you just gotta and get Patrick home sick, sick before every game
0: It's one reason I want I'm taking Miami. Tariq Hill is going up against his old team, so you know he wants to have a big game. Equals what? Revenge, revenge, revenge. And he hasn't had a game yet this year that wasn't big. He's just been amazing. He's been he just keeps on getting better and better. He's better in Miami than he was in Kansas City. Which is Which is ridiculous.
1: It It is just ridiculous.
0: Miami is just so fast. and Yeah, their defense is up and down, but I just don't think that Kansas City has a good offense. Like, they have Mahomes, they have Kelsey, they have uh, their running back. I always, want to call them, I always want to call him Panchero, like the burrito place. Pancheco. <laughs> but, I mean, beyond that, they don't have a capable wide receiver. Like, none of their wide receivers are any good. I like Sky Moore's a rookie, so like I won't like bash him. But I mean, Sky they Sky Moore's not a rookie. I don't know, who's the rookie then? Rice. Okay, I knew that rookie. Sky Moore is pretty garbage though. Yeah, uh, yeah MVS is garbage. Um,
1: Nicole Hardman, not great.
0: No, and they just traded for him again, which I don't. Yeah, makes no sense. And then. Uh, one dude from that they traded for last year from the uh, Giants. I can't think. Tony. Tony. Yeah, he's garbage. Yeah, they don't have a good offense Their defense isn't too shabby, but I don't know. It's going to be a shootout. High scoring game, 50 and a half points. That sounds about right. It is a coin flip, but I am going Miami because I just got feeling.
1: The only reason that I was really considering taking Miami is because that I know Taylor Swift won't be in attendance but I think Kelsey's going to break that streak this week and have a big game so
0: we'll see I'm going to be tuning in because it's uh this could be a playoff matchup who knows it could be the one and two seeds who knows but could uh, it could be you never know there's still half a season left to go like these teams could lose out and maybe not even make the playoffs you that is
1: know. true you never know. No, Nothing is easy, back. Diesel. What's that? Nothing is easy.
0: Nothing is easy, as your name says. I like how you get a new middle name every single week. It's like... You
1: know, it's my family tradition. You have to
0: like, go to like, the courthouse and like sign some papers and make it official.
1: Hey, man, after 2020, everything's online. It's really easy. It's just a couple keystrokes and bada-bing, bada-boom, new middle name.
0: Nice. Moving back to the stateside... We have our first game at noon, and it is the four and four Minnesota Vikings traveling to the four and four Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is favored by four and a half with a thirty-seven and a half point over under. And the fan vote has Atlanta at sixty-six percent. And Kirk Cousins was playing this game. I guarantee you Minnesota would be favored. Um by a billion they probably would have a higher over under and I think the fan vote would have Minnesota winning this game. But I mean, now they have Josh Dobbs because Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles, which I mean, as a Packers fan, I'm not going to lie. It sucks. Like, I know I didn't want to see that. And like, I was kind of feeling Kirk Cousins this year with the Packers having it down here. I'm just kind of riding this whole like NFL wave and like, teams don't matter as much to me right now as much as like I'm just enjoying watching good players play and Kirk Cousins was having a good year this year and so I was very sad to see him get hurt and I knew when it happened that it was his Achilles because his foot did the same thing as Aaron Rodgers it just kind of went flat and I felt horrible for the guy I don't feel as horrible for the Vikings because they're the Vikings but Yeah, they're not winning this game, unfortunately. It's Taylor time, and it couldn't come at a better time for him to make his first start as a a Falcon and maybe get some confidence under him. And it's just, it would be a totally, even if Justin Jefferson was playing, it might be even a little bit different. But yeah, poor Minnesota, because they were looking like they were going to be a playoff team. And now it's like they just pretty much handed that division to the Lions. It's, I think you can almost call it, you can almost call it, the Lions have won the North.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really do like the trade for Josh Dobbs. I think that was a smart move, but I don't think he's going to end up playing this week and they're going to end up having to start the rookie yeah, hall. rookie, yeah. Yeah, again, because there's just no way that Josh Dobbs can get up to speed that quickly. I know that he's a rocket scientist or whatever like that, but to learn an entire playbook in this point, four days, and to play competently against a NFL defense, I'm not saying he can't do it, but he will be using a very bare-bones offense if he does.
0: I mean, I, it, he already did it once this year. He got traded to the Cardinals a week before the season started, and then uh, almost beat the Giants, and then almost beat I forget who it was week two, but they did beat the Cowboys. It so did beat the Cowboys. If anyone can do it, it's him.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess Baker Mayfield did learn the Rams offense in a week yeah. last year and win a but game. But he was but
0: playing the Raiders.
1: It's true. We'll get to them later. Yes, but ah, oh man, I, I just, I wish I really, once again, I've been just hating on the Vikings all year this year. And I was going to continue hating on the Vikings, even though it did really look like they were about to just start reeling off victory after victory. I really didn't want to see Kirk Cousins get injured like that. To just, you feel bad for the guy. He really, really works hard and uh, really, contract
0: year. Too. Yeah,
1: contract year seems like a nice dude, and just to watch it, just like you could see immediately that it was bad. It was when the announcers knew it was bad. They knew it was bad on red zone. It was. It was bad. It was immediately like, oh, shit, he's done. Like, unless a miracle happens, he is done. And no one wants to see that. Now, on the other hand...
0: Wait, I just want to say... Oh. Before, before we get off to of the Cousins, I do think, like, before the game on Sunday, the chances of him being a Viking was a lot lower than it is now. I think that he resigns with the Vikings now because I don't think... it's. I mean... Other teams will take a chance on him, but I think the Vikings will probably give him the best deal just because loyalty. And I think that he'll be a Viking again next year, which kind of sucks as a Packers fan, but I don't know. It's I just feel bad for the guy.
1: I uh, I do completely agree that I think at this point, it's I would say 75% chance that he's a Viking next year instead of it being like a 25% chance that he was going to be a Viking next year. Mm-hmm. So this injury is good for Vikings fans if you like Kirk Cousins, which I know a lot of you don't. So, you know, take that as it is. But yes, on to Atlanta. It is Taylor time. My boy texted me at halftime. I didn't ruin the surprise for Diesel that he was coming out. Only thing I'm worried about is Arthur Smith is still... Just don't pull the Bill Belichick. Like, just please don't pull the Bill. All right? You pulled Desmond in the second half, and I know he was also injured. So you said you were trying to protect him, but you know what? Let's continue to protect Desmond from himself and stop embarrassing him. Let him be a backup like he's supposed to be. Let Taylor shine. I got the Atlanta Falcons in this game. And you know what, folks? This is a bronze lock of the week because I really want to put it on Taylor Heineke. So give it to me and I will eat those four points. Four and a half. Four and a half points, gross. That's a lot of points, but you know what? Taylor's going to throw the ball all over the yard and could have won this game last week if, you know, Will the Mayo man Levis didn't decide that he was going to just huck the ball all over the field.
0: I mean, I almost called it. I did say last week the reason Atlanta was going to win was because at halftime, they were going to switch quarterbacks and Taylor Heineke was going to bring him back, and he almost did. And I was like, I, I really wanted it to happen. Even though I was enjoying Will Levis, I really wanted to see Atlanta make a comeback just because of that. So I am like, yes, I'm smart. But apparently I'm not as smart as I wanted to be.
1: One of the most fun games to watch last week, for sure.
0: It was, because Atlanta looked like Atlanta from last year in that game. Um, where they had all of the most exciting games. But moving on, the next game at noon, we have the 1-7 Arizona Cardinals. Traveling to the 4-3, Cleveland Browns. The Browns are favored by 7 with a 38.5 point over-under. And 96% of the fans are picking Cleveland. Um, Kyler Murray could be starting this game. They don't know yet. It's like basically his day-to-day at this point. I would be surprised if he did just because. Like I feel like... I feel like they would announce by now if he was going to start. I feel like he's not ready to go yet. I don't even know who is starting for the Cardinals because they traded Dobbs. I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter because, like, I know it's your turn to pick first, but, I mean, I can guarantee you neither of us are picking Arizona.
1: <laughs> nah. Nah. There's there's a part of me that wants to be really contrarian and try and pick Arizona and make up some bullshit reason why, but, nah. I don't I do even really feel now. <laughs> I I mean, good on Arizona once again for knowing what you are this year and going full on fire sale, getting anything you can, and also just tanking it up because, you know, other teams don't seem to get the memo and understand the concept, but you do, Arizona, and I'm proud of you. So way to stick to the script and actually do what you're supposed to. But, yeah, not a chance in hell. Am I picking Arizona this week? I, I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Cleveland's not great. I mean, they got P.J. Walker starting for them. Who and knows? The quarterback problem as well, so. Who knows when Deshaun Watson's going to play again because his shoulder is broken, and... And who cares? I, I, right, exactly. Like, they don't have, I mean, they just keep on having to throw in a new guy at running back because everyone's getting hurt. Murray Cooper's still been doing good, and Joku shows up sometimes... They just traded Peoples Jones to Detroit, so I mean, I think that they're kind of, they realize that this season might be a wash, but I mean, they're going to be 5-3 and three after this week, so maybe they shouldn't give up so soon, I guess, but yeah. who knows, anything can happen. P.J. Walker isn't, like, the worst quarterback in the league. He's playing better than Jordan Love most of the time, so...
1: I mean, that's uh, that's pretty easy to say. When you start from the bottom, you really don't have to go far to go up. Why are we so
0: bad at this? Speaking of Jordan Love, the next game at noon is- Segway. The three and five Los Angeles Rams traveling to the two and five Green Bay Packers. I feel like Vegas was really high when they like uh, like chose this spread. I am high as a songbird. Even though I know that Matthew Stafford might not play because he has a sprained whatever thumb, whatever, like, joint in his thumb or ligament in his thumb. But Green Bay is favored by three with a 39.5 point over-under. But still the fans have the Rams at 79%. I mean, I'm not picking Green Bay. Like, I... Green Bay... They're not a good team. They have good players. They have talent on that team. They're not a good team. They're a horribly coached. They're a horribly run team. It goes from all the way up to the top. Mark Murphy, he'll be gone in two years because once you're 70, you can no longer be the president of the Packers. So I, I pray that they hire from the outside, which you know they won't. Mark Murphy is going to pick, can't pick a successor. Just wants some new like blood in this organization, run or this organization. So maybe he can actually do something. But Koons is not doing a great job at general manager. And uh, LeFleur <laughs> needs to go. They need to pretty much just get rid of all the coaches because i mean, being, look at this one simple fact. The penalties that they get are just so undisciplined and that comes from coaching. Like they shouldn't be having so many two-way uh, games and like stuff like that. It's, it's, it was really frustrating to watch on Sunday. I got, for the first time all year, I actually got mad. I was yelling at my TV. Uh, in that fourth uh, in the red zone when Jordan Love ran the ball and he ran right into the Vikings defender. But if he would have angled to the right, he could have clearly got four yards and picked up the first down on fourth down. I jumped out of my chair and like I was like screaming at my TV and I was pointing at the replay like you should have went there. Like there's a big hole right there. Like, oh my Yeah, I was... At that point, I just turned off the Packer game and just went solely to red zone. I had both of them going. And I was mainly paying attention to red zone anyways because the Packers were, like, so bad in this game. There's no way they should have lost that game. Like, they had every chance in the world in the second half to come back and win that game. And they just didn't. They just didn't. Um, traded Rasul Douglas away, which, I mean... I'm not happy about it because I am a big Rasul Douglas fan. I but like if you, if you look at the brass tacks, they got a practice squad guy and traded him away and got a third round pick back. I know they gave him a fifth too, but it's kind of a win there. Um, he, he got was off kind of out that contract broken. as
1: well. You paid him a pretty. He was he had a pretty hefty contract, not huge, and but.
0: he was under contract for the next uh, two to three years as well which is kind of a shame, but it is what it is. We are in a rebuilding mode, and that's what you do when you're rebuilding. And I'm kind of surprised they didn't sell off more pieces, but then they go off and give Rashawn Gary this big contract, which he's not the highest-paid defensive player in the league, which is right because he's not the best defensive player in the league, so he shouldn't be the highest-paid. But he got a fair contract, in my opinion. And I'm excited that we re-signed him because he's he's a pretty good player. He's a good pass rusher. He is no Clay Matthews, so I wish he wasn't wearing 52. But I got the Rams in this game, if I didn't say that before.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I also have the Rams in this game. I have the Rams in this game because who's going to play cornerback now for the Packers? They just got ripped up by the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. And you know what? The Rams do have their number one ride receiver. And they also have Puka Nakua. And they also have Tutu Atwell. And they also have, I think, Higby still. Yeah, that, sounds right for the, mm-hmm. that sounds right for their tight end. And yep. they're also going to probably elevate Daryl Henderson once again. Because it's the third and last time they can do that from the practice squad before they have to sign him. And you know what? I just don't see the Packers defense, no matter who is a quarterback, being able to stop the Rams at all. So you know what, folks? Because it also matches the Packers colors, I'm putting it against them. This is the golden lock of the week. Yeah, eat those points against, or not even take the points because the Packers are favored in this game. I love getting plus three against the Packers. I will be taking the money line in this game. And I'm sorry to my wonderful, wonderful wife who will be at this game that you will have to watch them lose. It just sucks to be there. But he'll have a good time, anyways. I'm sorry they're going to lose, though. <laughs> Bunch of losers.
0: You know what? I just realized I didn't mention who was on bye. So I'm going to do no, that you now. Didn't. I'm going to do you that now because I just thought about it. This week on byes, we have the San Francisco 49ers, Detroit Lions jacksonville jaguars and denver broncos so we already talked about san francisco and denver no we didn't talk about San Francisco. we talked about denver but yes, uh we'll be talking about san francisco because that's not the next game the next game is at noon we have the three and five washington red no dang it I did it again washington commanders i'm I told you before we started recording there's a common theme so my brain was just like looking at that so i went into autopilot and they were the redskins for so many years that it just like when i think about it that's what comes out the washington commanders traveling to the two and six new england patriots the patriots are favored by three um with a 40 and a half point over under and The fans also have Washington at 62%. Um, I'll just tell you what the common theme is. Vegas has nine games with the favorite at three points. Nine games in the last six games are all favored by three points. So either like something broke in Vegas or ESPN just went haywire.
1: No, this, it means that Vegas has no real clue because-
0: <laughs> Well, actually, sir, we don't know yet.
1: I think it's like 70 to 80% of all games are determined by three points. And so when Vegas doesn't have a clue, they just put everything at three and they wait to see where the smart money goes and then they move the lines accordingly. So when everything's at three, it just means that Vegas is like, shit, I don't know what the hell's going on. Cause no one knows what's going on anymore. Because the NFL this year has been absolutely chaotic. Chaos. Oh, yeah. As to this game, do you want me to talk first about it? Yep. Because yeah, I- Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, I mean, it's the Patriots. They let you go first to the Patriots. <sighs> and I, I went just, first last time.
1: This, this is one of those games where I, why I praised the Arizona Cardinals earlier, this is why I know that Bill Belichick will not stick to the script. And I, I hate myself. I, the, I'm going to pick the Patriots this week against the Washington commies because the commies' defense is so, so bad. And they just legitimately traded away the only two good pieces they had on defense. So even though the Patriots are led by Chuckle <laughs> Jones, who I just despise, and I want the Patriots to lose out so, so badly because we need a new quarterback. They're going to beat the commies this week. It is the Patriots defense is still the Patriots defense. And Sam Howell is going to be the man, but he is still very young and a turnover machine. And you know what Bill Belichick does? He feasts against young quarterbacks who are turnover machines and that just commie defense has nothing on it anymore. And Tugboat Tom, a.k.a. Riverboat Ron, is just, he's just coaching to lose his job. So, unfortunately, the Patriots are going to get another victory this week and push ourselves farther up in the draft. And I just suck so bad. We're going to pick it like 16 again this year. And just, just sucks. It just sucks. But yes, give me the Patriots to win. Woo! Go team.
0: I hate this. What makes me feel any better? I'm taking Washington in this game. Only because of the fact. Yes, everything you said about Washington's defense is 100% correct. They are a shell of what they were last week by just losing those two players. Ron Rivera, even though. Has been a very talented defensive coordinator. Hasn't figured out how to put it together as a head coach. And even when he was with the Panthers, his defenses were shaky. The year they went to the Super Bowl, they were good. But, like, he has too much responsibility he's a head coach. And his defense is getting neglected. Even though I know they have a defensive coordinator, he's the one who's really calling the shots. We know that. But... I have a feeling that uh, McCorkle isn't gonna have his best game this week. And I feel like it's gonna be one of those games where he's just so many incompletions and just some stupid reads, throwing interceptions to some just bad plays. I just have a feeling that Washington's gonna win this game because maybe deep down New England is feeling the same thing you are and they want a high draft pick. So, I mean, they're not, like, actively tanking, but maybe subconsciously. I don't know. Be really it nice. just... It just, I mean, New England's not 100% healthy either. So, it's not, like... It's not crazy to say Washington's going to win that game. It's... That's why this week's so hard, because the matchups... Like, they, like... When they made this schedule, they looked at it, like... What's going to happen in week nine? Oh, I'm right after the trade deadline. And these teams are probably going to be bad. Oh, this team's going to be injured. I know they're going to be injured. So we're going to put them together. So it's, yeah, it's scripted. It's 100% scripted. I'm telling you. Totally yes. Next game, Sunday noon. We have the 2-6 and six Chicago Bears traveling to the 4-4 four four New Orleans Saints. The Saints are favored by seven with a forty-one and a half point over/under, and a ninety-three percent fan vote for the Saints. And I'm taking the Saints because Baden—I don't know why he was so good a couple weeks ago, and last week he looked like a Division II quarterback. The Bears, the Bears aren't good. Yeah, they got sweat now, but like their defense is not very good before they got sweat, and I think it would be the funniest thing ever if he left in free agency. They traded for him. Traded a second-round pick, and he doesn't re-sign with them. I'm kind of surprised they didn't announce a contract extension already, because you'd think that they would have worked that out before they made that deal, and that would have been another reason why they give up a second-round pick, because they already had something worked out, but if they did, you'd think they would have announced it already. you um,
1: think
0: so. I, I just really hope he leaves. That'd be the funniest thing ever they just wasted a second round pick they're not even gonna make the playoffs i don't know what they're doing um i got new orleans new orleans isn't a bad team they're just not a good team they're like right in the middle if i had to pick a spot for new orleans i'd probably put them right at 16
1: yeah i think that's the best way to put it i think i've been a little harsh on new orleans this year where i i don't think i've over like undersold them but i think i've I've just said they are a lot worse than they actually are, where I think you're 100% right, Diesel, that they are. Kamara's good, though. Yeah, and they are pretty much exactly dead middle of the pack. And they just keep finding ways to win. And this last week against Indy, that offense scored a shit ton of points. And I don't know if this usage of Alvin Kamara can continue and he doesn't die. I know he didn't start for the you know first three games of the season, so he didn't have to play those ones. But still, the amount of touches and the amount of just work that he is having to do each and every game just seems unhuman. So we'll see if that can continue. But yeah, I have New Orleans in this game. Just, there's no reason not to pick New Orleans. And I just, yeah, I have nothing else to say about this.
0: The only way Chicago wins this game is if New Orleans is looking ahead. I don't know who they have next week. But, I mean, that's the only way I could, like... This should be a cakewalk for New Orleans. They're talented enough to just go out there and show up and beat the Bears because the Bears are not a good team.
1: Yeah, and even if Justin Fields does come back this week, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them like clean house coaching staff-wise as well in this offseason, but that's just probably the way. That's just the bear way. That's how they do it. Bear down. Bear down. Uh, moving on, Sunday at noon, we have, this is probably Chad's game of the week, I would guess. Because it is, the maybe not, because there's another big one, Sunday Yes, Sunday Night Football. Um, we have the five and two Seattle Seahawks traveling to the six and two Baltimore Ravens. We got the Kaka game, that's what I'm calling oh. it. <laughs> uh, Baltimore's favored by five and a half. Jeff, find interesting that this one's not three because you think of if any of them would be three, this one would be three. But no, Baltimore is favored by five and a half with a 43 and a half point over under. And the fan vote has Baltimore at 85%. Chad, why are you picking Baltimore this week?
1: I mean, I feel like at this point I'm beating a dead horse because I'm going to say the exact same things I say every single week. I am going to say that the Ravens get up for big games. This is a big game. Seattle is the first place team in the NFC West. As shocking as it seems to say at week nine that this That's would be. Me. and Diesel, Yep, Diesel looks real freaking smart right now at this point. But the Ravens get the F up when it's time. This game is in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson and them just let they 100% were looking past the Cardinals. And not even looking past them, they just, they do what the Ravens do. I told you last week, I would not be shocked if the Ravens lost that game last week. They didn't lose it, but by golly, they tried many, many different ways to make that game way more interesting than it should have been. Just drop passes and stupid plays. They're not gonna do that this week, folks. This is against Seattle. They are going to hammer Seattle. And you want to know why the line is at minus five and a half? Because the Las Vegas smart guys know who Seattle is on the road. And don't get me wrong. I like Seattle. I really do. But they are another team that I think is a good team, not a great team. And going into Baltimore, traveling all the way across country, west to east coast, is way harder than going east to west. Just as, Yeah, there's so many reasons to have Baltimore in this game. And this is, of course, the Baltimore Ravens lock of the week. Kakaw, Fly, Ravens, fly. Sorry, sea chickens.
0: Let me give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. On my power rankings, I do have Baltimore ahead of Seattle. I'm proud of you. But I'm picking Seattle in this game. I you know why? Saw that coming. You know why? It's going to come down. It's going to be in the fourth quarter. It's going to be in the witching hour. And it's going to come down to coaching. And you know what's going to happen? John Harbaugh is going to do something totally stupid and cost the Ravens this game. I feel like uh, Seattle's defense is being slept on. I like, feel like people don't believe in their defense. they And I also feel like Geno Smith is just in the perfect system for him. He has great receivers, he has two good running backs, they have a good offensive line. It's, this is gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a really fun game to watch. Like, and last time I picked against Baltimore, was the Lions game and we all know what happened in that game and I'm not talking trash about Baltimore because I do think Baltimore's good. Like I said, I'm in my power rankings, I have Baltimore higher. I think that overall Baltimore is the stronger team. But I think that Seattle has the better coach and I just I I'm just not a believer in John Harbaugh. I, he just He's going to be on Jaguar 9, whatever, whatever his thing is. I can't remember. I should have looked it up. I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, he's worst be decisions the, ever. Yeah. Worst decisions ever this week. I'm calling it. And it's going to be something so dumb. Because now that uh, Josh McDaniels isn't there, like, it's just going to be the John Harbaugh show on that, on those episodes.
1: Him and Mike McCarthy
0: going to trade it, back and forth. I feel like it's going to even be like a one-point victory or a two-point victory for Seattle. It's going to be something so dumb that, I don't know, John Harbaugh is just going to screw the Baltimore Ravens over like he always does.
1: I I will give you a spoiler warning for my power rankings of the Baltimore Ravens. My weakness I did give them is coaching. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, there you go, because that is definitely their biggest weakness. Maybe ownership as well, but... Uh, Possibly. Moving on, last game at noon, we have the 3-4 Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the 3-4 and four Houston Texans. Houston is favored by 3, with a 39.5 point over-under, and Tampa Bay has the fan vote at 55%. Who you
1: got in this game, Chad, and why? I have shit. This is another game that I really am not happy about because it goes, I really want to take Tampa Bay in this game. I think coming back, Baker could have a good game, but the reason that I don't want to take Tampa Bay in this game is because Houston is coming off of a loss. And I feel like D'Amico Ryan is going to get these boys up. C.J. Stroud is going to play a lot better than he did this last week against Carolina. But it's Baker Mayfield, and I'm riding the Baker Mayfield train. Shit. And I'm... As I said, I, I wasn't kidding when I said I'm, I had the gold lock this week, and it was going against the Packers, and that was it. That was the only game I had decided before I walked into doing this recording. I'm gonna take Houston. I I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I am going to go with the youth. I don't know if Baker is going to get his head back on straight. I feel like this could be the beginning of the end. I'm on the Baker Mayfield bus. I'm gonna ride it till it rides off this cliff. But I'm taking Houston and C.J. Stroud and I don't know. I, I could be a thousand percent wrong. I don't care. Maybe it's his reverse logic. Who knows?
0: Did you not watch last Thursday? Baker was not the reason they lost. Baker actually had a good game. And sure. Baker threw a perfect ball to win them that game. That Hail Mary, it hit Godwin. If he would have turned around, he would have caught it and they would have won. Or at least they would have tied the game with the chance of the extra point to win the game. Like, Baker had a career moment ripped away from him. Like, we should be talking about Baker had this excellent moment. The Buccaneers are four and three, but his receiver doesn't believe in him. Like, Baker has, like, everyone talks about how Baker doesn't have a strong arm, blah, 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 blah. So his own receiver believed all that hype and didn't even turn around to catch the damn ball. Tampa Bay should have won.
1: So do you have Tampa Bay in this game? (laughs)
0: I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know how to go because, I mean, Houston just lost to Carolina and just got their first win, and they did not look good against Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i going to go reluctantly I'm going with Tampa Bay because I still believe in Baker, and even if his receivers don't, it looks like Mike Evans is starting to buy in again. I think uh, Vea is playing this week. I hope he's playing this week. I this is a toss up. I don't. That's why like you're right. That's why Vegas put it at three. They don't know either. I I don't like that they match these guys up this week. <laughs> I don't. But you I like Demico
1: Ryan's a lot more than Todd Bowles. That's that's oh, really yeah, what it comes sure. down Todd to. Todd Bowles I...
0: is not a very good coach. He was no. riding on. Uh, uh, red Faces, the Bruce uh, coattails. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Even though I don't think Bruce Arians was the best coach, he had Tom Brady. Because, I mean, when he was in, uh, I mean, I guess he did win a couple of playoff games with Carson Palmer in Arizona, but it, it happened.
1: It did, it did. happen. It did. He
0: beat the Packers, too. I like calling him Red Face because, like, he just gets so mad. I thought he was going to die that one game. Like, when his face was as red as his shirt... Yeah. Really when, he,
1: when he used to have to wear the Arizona Cardinals shirt, it was yeah. it was even worse. As, as a man whose face gets very red as well. You gotta avoid that color. And he could he just couldn't, you know? That was the team color, so.
0: Yeah. This game, I like I said, I'm I'm half picking Tam Bakes. He picked Houston. And I believe in Baker. And I believe in CJ Stroud as well. This is a tough one. This is a tough one, but I'm going with Tim Bay. Moving on to the late afternoon games, we have at 305, the 3 and 5 the 3-5 Indianapolis Colts traveling to the 1-6 Carolina Panthers. Indy is favored by three with a 44.5 point over-under. And the fan vote has them at 86%. And you would think that, yeah, Indy should win this game. But they didn't look very good on Sunday. Um, but they've looked good in the past i think they're gonna have a rebound game actually and I say it, jonathan taylor is finally getting his sea legs back and uh zach moss is a great compliment to him and he hasn't slowed down so i'm gonna go with indy winning this game because carolina is still not that good and yeah i mean why else why else not
1: I'm really, really mad at myself that I didn't follow through and pick Carolina last week. I talked about that Carolina was probably gonna get a win somewhere around here. And I was like, you know, it's against the non-division foe. I really thought they could have, I should have picked them last week. I really, really should have picked them last week because they did win. This week though.
0: But that's gonna be a hard no from me.
1: (laughs) Nah, bro. (laughs) Nah, I'm sorry. New Orleans, I mean not New Orleans. Indy looked poor against New Orleans, but they didn't look poor on offense. They scored enough points to win that game. Their defense just didn't show up at all. And suddenly, New Orleans and Hill and Shaheed just put up thirty, a freaking thirty burger on them. Carolina, they aren't gonna put a thirty burger up on you ever this year. I don't have the stats here, Stat Boy Chad. Bing. <laughs> I don't think Carolina scored more than 22 points this year in a single game because they have been terrible on offense. They're just not very good. They're not letting Bryce Young go out there and be Bryce Young and do Bryce Young things. The only one on offense who's doing anything is Adam Thielen, and he's 100 years old. They have no running game. Their defense looks solid at times, but then also super porous. I mean, there's just no reason that Carolina is going to win this game. And I know they're at home again, but yeah, no. I'm not picking Carolina. I know they got their first win last week, but they are not getting their second win this week. Got a big Gardner Minshew bounce-back game. And also Jonathan Taylor just looking more and more like Jonathan Taylor. And I know he got that extension, but I think in the offseason, he's once again going to request another trade (laughs) just to be like, come on, guys, can I leave now? I'm going to do really good this year. Just can I go, please?
0: Get me out of here yeah that's probably i don't know i don't know if he will or not i hope that he gets traded to the packers but they know that's not gonna happen i wish knowing what we should we have know traded now, christian
1: watson for him
0: huh that's what i'm saying i wish knowing what we know now that yeah, should have traded christian watson because but speaking of adam Thielen, if you want to like Adam Thielen, his rookie year, he was on the practice squad, and it took him a couple years to figure it out. Devontae Adams didn't figure it out to year three. Christian Watson is only in year two, so, I mean, maybe it is a little too early to give up on him, but, man, it's not looking good. He looks like he has a lot of talent, but he's just, he's not, something not clicking. It's, yeah. That's what I've been saying the whole time. Romeo Dobbs is their guy. And I like dobs, but anyways, we're not talking about Packers. Uh, Sorry, I don't... Yeah, we... See, look, you had to bring up something to make me talk about the Packers. You always do this.
1: I did. It's my fault. I'll take the bullet on that one.
0: uh, Just realized there's only three late games, so that kind of sucks for red zone viewing, but... Yeah. Because we have one of them is Indiana... Indianapolis and Carolina, and the next one is the 2-6 and six, New York Giants traveling to the 3-5 and five Las Vegas Raiders. Even though the Raiders just fired their coach and benched their starting QB, they are favored by 3 in this game, which rightfully so, <laughs> and uh, the over-under is 38.5, and, and even the fans think Vegas is going to win this game because they have them at 74%, and man are the giants the giants might be worse than the packers or at least they're dumber than the packers like how they lost that game to the jets like that was like patrick mahomes in the afc championship against the bills like (laughs) let zach wilson go down We get enough to get a field goal like two 35 yard games that was a perfect spike though with one second left like we left them just the right amount of time, and it was perfect. I knew we'd win in overtime. The Jets were winning that game, but obviously, yeah. Who do you got in this game?
1: You know, you know what's funny is I know that last week the Giants had minus seven passing yards. Minus nine. A, minus nine. Sorry, yeah. I, I misspoke. Minus nine passing yards as a team in an entire game. No, 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 not even an entire game. An entire game plus overtime <laughs> plus overtime minus nine passing yards with the rules that are in place in today's NFL and that has to be some kind of just that is going to be a trivia question for the rest of time like it's going to go what is the one team in NFL history after the modern era started who had minus passing yards for an entire game plus overtime it was the New York Giants but you know what folks White Michael Vick is back this week, folks, from his neck injury. And Saquon Barkley is still Saquon Barkley. And I know that they couldn't throw the ball last week, and they probably won't be able to throw the ball that much this week. But the Raiders are so, so bad. When you're benching Jimmy Garoppolo, you're firing your entire coaching staff. And I know there's this thing in college football where usually when you fire the coach and the coaching staff the interim coach steps up and gets a victory in that next game i don't even know who they're going like are they going to have the ball boy like coach this game they fired sure, everyone
0: they no they promoted their linebacker's coach to forget his name um yeah he's the head coach now but yeah i don't know vegas could easily be five and three i mean they should have won a couple weeks ago. they should have won last week too Devonte adams rightfully so is angry because they're not throwing him the ball And when they were throwing him the ball it was tipped or it was like in double coverage it wasn't the time to throw him the ball and i think that he threw mcdaniel's under the bus without saying anything but I think after the game, when he refused to basically say what his true feelings were on Monday night, he—I guess they shouldn't have won on Monday. I forgot they played the Lions, um, but they definitely should have beat the Bears. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's—I'm more upset that McDaniels got fired before Staley did. Um, but
1: <laughs> you just can't oh. nail that first coach firing, Kenya Diesel.
0: Oh, but, I mean, Staley's the next to go. Oh, um, for sure. I just, I don't know. I got Las Vegas in this game because I still think, like, I mean, Devontae Adams is still their number one receiver. Jacoby Jones is having one of the best seasons of his career. Yeah, I don't know if that was just uh, McDaniels bias or what. Uh, rookie tight end Michael Mayer is looking like he's going to be a good one. Uh, I mean, Max Crosby is still a beast. And nobody gives Marcus Peters the credit he deserves. That guy is still a beast. Even though he's in his 30s, that guy can still play. And he's been one of my favorite players in the NFL for years. All the way back when he was with the Steelers. It's, I got Vegas in this game because I think that the Giants are just that bad. Like, I just... They like they are in the uh, in the mirror world, they are the Chiefs. Like <laughs> they are. Like look at their teams. Like the way they're constructed in a way they're almost like the exact opposite of the Chiefs, but the same at the same time. Like they're red and blue, which is like almost the opposite I don't know, it's just it's weird.
1: And, There's a bizarro version of the Chiefs. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm not saying yeah. you're crazy. I just didn't think it's a wild <laughs> thing know. to say.
0: And it's a little bit of an out there idea. I think that, yeah, I think the is going to win this game. But, it, like, who knows, though? This is one of those games. Who knows? Um, we have so many. I was right. We have so many different games this week. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Next game. This one's even a tough one to pick because it's uh, it's America's Game of the Week. <laughs> it's the. Dallas Cowboys traveling to the 7-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are favored by three with a 46.5 point over under. And the fan vote has the Eagles at 80%. And Dallas last week just obliterated. Who do they play? I don't even remember. That's how bad it was. Yeah, the Rams, yeah. Oh, man, they just. They obliterated the Rams. I think, I honestly do think Dallas is going to come into Philadelphia and beat them. Because Philadelphia is human. They proved that. They lost to the Jets. They did. Dallas lost to Arizona. but They did. (laughs) That was a way. (laughs) Jets came into Philadelphia and beat Philadelphia. That's true even though yeah i i just have this feeling about dallas they're clicking uh dac looked good um they, they look really good on defense i know it was the rams but i mean the rams their strong suit is their offense and they just totally shut them down i it's gonna be a good game i think this one's gonna be a lot of fun to watch and this is going to be the only game that they're showing on Red Zone probably because the other games are going to be pretty crappy. So you might as well just watch the – no, I'm not going to watch TV broadcast because there's commercials. I'm sticking yeah. with Red Zone.
1: Scott Hansen's is uh, way better than any commercial that ever existed. I'd rather okay. listen to him talk about nonsense than watch any commercial that is out there.
0: So I, I have Dallas in this game. It's going to be a battle. AFC's. Isn't as good, I mean the NFC isn't as good as it was last year, but the two teams at the top are two of the best teams in the NFC, hands down.
1: Yeah, I I agree with a lot of what you said, but the difference that I think is that Dak and I don't remember where I saw the stat, and I don't know if I'll be able to find it. So if future Chad finds a stat, it'll be there. Otherwise. I read a stat that Dak Prescott when he is leading is when he's leading in the game is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL like his he's almost perfect as a passer rating. The minute though that he is behind, he becomes one of the statistically worst quarterbacks in the NFL where he just presses. And you know what? I know that Dallas has a good defense, but this is another time where the Rams just spotted them like 21 points in that first quarter. It felt like it went from zero to 21, nothing in the span of five minutes. Cause it basically did. Cause there was a block punt. There was, you know, inter- a pick six. And when Dallas is rolling, Dallas rolls, that's who they are. I don't think they can do that in Philly. I don't think, even though I know Jalen hurts has become a turnover machine these past few weeks. I think that they have been maybe they were looking a little ahead over the commies this last week they just I know that they just don't respect the commies and maybe they were right in not respecting the commies because they traded everyone away and they're a bad team we're not talking about commies though the Eagles are a good team good bordering on great they're not as good as they were last year but they are still gosh damn really good so give me the Eagles in this game and this will be The silver lock of the week, folks. Because you know what? I am going to eat those points in Philadelphia. Because even if the game is close near the end, I can see Dak pulling a Dak and throwing a late pick six and sealing the game in the opposite way. Because he presses. And he gets a little little Brett Farbian near the end of games when he's losing and starts making some bad, bad decisions. So, give me the Eagles. He does Silver lock of the week. Eagles eat those points.
0: The so question I have about the Cowboys is, how has Dan Quinn been passed up the past two off seasons for a head coaching gig? Like, honestly, I know that, like...
1: 28 to 3. I
0: still kind of thought, like, him getting canned in Atlanta was a little to 3. premature. What's that? 28-3. No. I mean, yeah, that happened. To 3. That... That happened, but let's be honest though. Like, you wouldn't take Dan Quinn as a head coach?
1: Uh, I'm just saying why he hasn't got another head coaching job 28 to 3. It's, it's the, it's, he hasn't, he has not washed that stink off yet. And it's going to take Dallas actually doing something in the playoffs. Like, they're going to have to win a playoff game for Dan Quinn to get another head coaching opportunity.
0: Okay. That might be true, but. That also being said, the defense wasn't what lost them the games in the playoffs the last two years against 49ers. So I'm just I'm just saying. I, not, have, I
1: agree. I think Dan Quinn's a great coach and everything like that. But I'm just saying that 28 to 3, stigma. And it was his defense in that game that couldn't hold the lead. You were up 28 to 3. And I know the offense should have run the ball and everything like that, but still. You're yeah. a defensive coach. I mean, you, you should hold could the say lead.
0: say that Kyle Shanahan kind of took his foot off the gas.
1: We're letting them get away.
0: Ah, uh, which you never want to do. You should never do that ever. It's a bad idea. Um, I'm just saying, if like Matt Lafleur got fired this year, I mean, I'd be all for the Packers hiring Dan Quinn as that coach. Just saying. Yeah.
1: Just throwing or it out there. Or even
0: defensive coordinator. Fire Joe Barry and just bring him in as defensive coordinator. I would love that. Uh, throwing it out there, yeah, that just happened. throwing it out there. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Sunday Night Football has a heavyweight battle between the five and three Buffalo Bills traveling to the four and three Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are favored by three with a forty-eight and a half point over/under, and the fan vote has the Bengals at fifty-seven percent. And fun fact: Joe Burrow has never lost to Buffalo. Huh.
1: I, I can believe it. And there's one draw.
0: I'm pretty sure he's never lost to Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, th- that's not a draw. They didn't. They just, that game didn't count towards their records. So it just, it never happened.
1: Never happened. Just forfeiture. But, but it's not even a forfeiture. So Burrow I don't even know what it's called.
0: came out and he was rolling that game. They would have won that game for sure. And then they beat him in the playoffs. So...
1: They beat them real bad
0: in the playoffs. They beat them real bad in the playoffs. Real, real bad. <clears throat> you got in this game. You go first.
1: I 100% have Cincinnati in this game. I don't believe in Buffalo. I've been off the Buffalo bandwagon this entire season. I just I don't believe in them anymore since the start of the season. I know they had that slight little bounce back where it seemed like maybe Buffalo was coming back, but I didn't believe it. I still don't believe it. And the Bengals are really good. Like, really, really good. And they just, once again, use those first four games of the NFL season as their preseason. Yeah. And they just don't care about them. They go, whatever. We're, we might lose them. We might win them. Doesn't matter. We're going to turn it on come week four, week five. And then we are just going to ball. And that's what they're doing. I have Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati in a bonus lock. I don't care if this game got up to minus five. I would eat all of those points because I think Cincinnati comes out and once again makes Buffalo look bad. Just really, really
0: bad. Is the NFL tempting fate by putting this game in prime time? (laughs) I didn't want to say it. I I thought it, though, when I was like, this is – they're
1: just really – like." and Sunday Night Football has not been good this year, so now we're just going to throw these two on Sunday Night Football to just go, hey, let's see what happens. Like, come on.
0: I I also am taking Cincinnati and I said a few weeks ago that I was off the Cincinnati bandwagon until they proved to me that they could be Cincinnati again and they're Cincinnati again. Once Joe boy, Burrow howdy. remembered once Joe Burrow remembered that he had Jamar Chase on his team, they totally turned everything around. Like it's all it took. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. They started throwing it to Chase and then all of a sudden they're good again. I don't know why he didn't remember that he had his college teammate on his team. Always um, open. Always open. And Mixing finally showed up for the first time all year, too. Uh, they, like, we both looked like the smartest people in the room because the fact we both took Cincinnati going to San Francisco, traveling across the country and winning that game, it wasn't even close. Like, yeah. it was just like San Francisco versus Minnesota like the score was closer than the game actually was like Cincinnati dominated that game from the get-go. And I don't know what is happening with San Francisco. I think that this is the perfect time for them to have a buy. Oh yeah. They need this buy worse than
1: anyone else. I,
0: I bet you they come back off this buy and they like are back to what they were doing before these three losses. But I didn't think, that San Francisco would have a three game losing streak this season. I didn't think they'd even have a two game losing streak this season. It is crazy. And the teams that they've lost to like I mean Cincinnati's a good team but the Browns and the Vikings. Not so much. Uh, but not yeah not Cincinnati so is rolling again. I mean Buffalo does have my guy Rasul Douglas now but he's not going to start because They already have a bunch of corners, but he's definitely going to help them out. That's for sure. Um, Buffalo isn't very good. Josh Allen is having the worst year of his career. And even though Stefan Diggs is still doing good, Josh Allen is just doing horrible. How many turnovers does he have? Too many. That's the answer. That's the answer. Um, But yeah, Cincinnati, I'm back. The kitty goes meow. I'm back on that bandwagon. And. Yeah, well I guess we'll have to hear what I have to say about Cincinnati when we do our power rankings. Yes. And then moving on to the final game of the week, Monday Night Football. Oh man, I might just skip this one. It is the three and four Los Angeles Chargers traveling to the four and three New York Jets. Who would have thought at this point in the season, after like how the season started? the Jets would have the better record in this game. Los Angeles is favored by three with a 41 and a half point over under and Fanvote has Los Angeles at 66%. I don't know where to go with this game because for some reason, I mean, the Jets are a good team. Even without Aaron Rodgers, they just don't have a good quarterback. They had like better quarterback than Zach Wilson it wouldn't be hard to believe that they're four and three or even better. If Aaron Rodgers is playing this year, the Jets might still be undefeated. Let's they could on.
1: legitimately be, yeah, uh, knocking it <laughs> undefeated. Like, like I, not, yeah, I know. Swaddled. We came
0: into the season saying, yeah, the Jets aren't going to be as good as everyone thinks they are, but they would. I don't been. think it was going to take Aaron Rodgers that much to make this team like look like world beaters.
1: Like Garrett Wilson would be the number one so receiver good. in the NFL this year if Aaron oh, Rodgers was playing.
0: Sure. He's still having a good year. Yeah. And Zach Wilson's throwing him the ball. Yeah. It's, I mean, they looked horrible against the Giants. They had like, like 15 punts or something like that. They had
1: 24. But, there was 25 punts in that game. The record is 27, 27 and they yeah. knocked on the door.
0: <laughs> um uh, the Jets deserve to win that game, though. Like, the Giants did everything they could to lose that game. When the table they went for the field goal instead of going for it on fourth down, it's like you have one yard, you get the first down, end the game. Like, you get a three point, you get three points, still one possession game. Game's not over. Crazy shit happens all the time in the NFL. You go, like, and plus, you miss the field goal. So then they get the ball even seven yards closer than they would have if you would have went for it and didn't get the four. Uh, yeah, it's, it was just a horrible decision from the get-go. And they deserve to lose that game because of that. And this game, I'm just talking because I don't know who to pick in this game. Because the Chargers looked good last week, but they played the Bears. <laughs> like, it was the first game of the season where the Chargers, like, from... Opening gun to closing gun, they looked, like, good. Like, I didn't, I, like, turned the game off after, like, the first quarter. I'm like, yeah, this game isn't going to be that fun to watch. And from what I saw from the highlights, it wasn't. And
1: the Bears left a bunch of points on the board, or table. Like, they could have scored more touchdowns, but Chargers won that game. They're, but also.
0: is the worst coach than, uh can think of his name right now. Baldy, what?
1: Are you talking about the Bears' head coach or
0: no, no uh, Jets head coach? I for some oh, reason. Uh,
1: Robert Sala. Uh,
0: yeah, Robert Sala. That's why I call him Baldy. Um, I think Robert Sala is a better coach. I think he's a better defensive mind, and they have a better defense. So going out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Jets are going to win this game. I just, I don't know. And if Aaron Rodgers comes back this year and the Jets keep on winning some of these games and Aaron Rodgers plays in the playoffs, we might actually get to see what the Jets were actually gonna be this year. if the Jets sneak into the playoffs, get Aaron Rodgers, and by some miracle Aaron Rodgers is hundred percent and they just they run the table. the table and they won the Super Bowl. I mean, I wouldn't be hundred percent mad at that, just because the way this season's going, that's how it's gonna that's what's gonna happen. It's scripted. It's scripted. The
1: NFL is scripted. Like if that happens, like if Aaron Rodgers comes back to the playoffs, the, the NFL is scripted and no one can tell me any different. I, I, all right. I still, once again, sticking to my guns. I stand by this. I know they won against the bears, but they're just still not a good team. In my opinion, Brandon Staley deserves to get fired. I think he gets out coached in this game. And even though I don't know how the Jets can be so inept at offense with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and just all the other pieces that they have, Lazard and I, I know I just I know that Wilson isn't the best quarterback, but how they just couldn't get a first down when I texted you at halftime that neither team had gotten a first down or neither team
0: on third down. <coughs>
1: Had, yes. Neither team had gotten a third down conversion throughout the entire first half. I wanted to be sick. I think that they come out and they have a much better game this week. It was a shitty weather game last week. That won't be a problem. I agree with you, Diesel. Give me the Jets in this game. And Justin Herbert just has to do too much with a broken middle finger and punctured lungs and a severed liver and probably a thousand other injuries because... If he hasn't played for the Chargers, the Chargers have nothing. They are, they if if MVP was actually an award that went to the actual most valuable player for a team, the only players who would ever actually win it would be Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson because they're the only two players that legitimately make up the entire fundamentals of the team. And without those, those teams are just garbage.
0: Oh, I still believe in like what was it, 2011, the year that Peyton Manning was out year for the Colts. He should have won MVP that year. <laughs> because, they, like, literally, they were, like, won the AFC Championship the year before, and then Peyton Manning misses yeah, the entire 15. season. They win one game.
1: Yep, one in 15.
0: They have the same exact team. They just don't have Peyton Manning. Like, yep. they should have given them the award. Like, Probably. 100%. Um, yeah. I but wouldn't have been mad. The, those are the games this week. Uh pff, How many games do we have different? Man? One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven I called it right at the beginning. I said this was gonna be a week where we're gonna have seven different games. There's only fourteen games. Fifty percent of these games are different. I called it. I knew it. I looked at this schedule and I'm like, we're gonna have seven different games.
1: Shit. Shit shit shit. <laughs> I only have a three game lead. This this is this is the this is the week, isn't it? This is the
0: week. But if I do really bad this week, you could you could win the season in this week. I could. Like, if, like, let's say you win all those games, you'd have a 10-game lead on me. That, I ain't coming back. There ain't no way I'm coming back. And, it, like, because you, you're going to hedge your bets after that. I know you.
1: <laughs> no, you know I don't hedge bets. You know, I have. I can't do it. I would try to hedge my bets, and then I would just get too antsy. <laughs> I would do something stupid.
0: Yeah, so these matchups are so crazy. I'm excited for this week because I think that – We have three really good games, in my opinion, with the Dolphins, Chiefs, Dallas, and Philadelphia, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Ah, four: Seattle and Baltimore. So we have some like really good games this week, and then we have some really crappy games like Minnesota, Atlanta, and Arizona, Cleveland. But you know, in the end, those will be the best games
1: of the. Those will be the best games of the week.
0: Yeah, because they're all shitty teams, and so like, who's gonna show up? The only one I'm confident in. Is New Orleans beating the Bears? <laughs> Every other game, I am not confident in any of my picks.
1: I feel about the same.
0: And yet, you didn't pick your gold block for that game or a lock in general.
1: No, because I'm staying the heck away from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I put a lock anywhere near that Bears team, bad things happen. So I just, I just, I've learned from my mistakes.
0: Well, this has been fun. I had fun tonight. What a blast. What a blast. I'm glad we got to talk some football. It's always fun talking football and man, this season is so much different than last season. It is. Scripted. Yep. If, if we if we had we still named episodes, this episode would definitely be called scripted. Uh
1: our show is I not just, scripted.
0: I I don't know what else to say besides maybe Final thoughts? You got any?
1: Uh, I do have final thoughts this week. Uh, Make sure that you tune in on, I'm guessing Saturday is when it will drop for Diesel and my mid-season power rankings, given our top 10 teams at the midway point for the year. Neither Diesel nor I know what the other one is picking. We are recording this separately, as Diesel mentioned earlier, so I'm very excited to see what Diesel picks, and I hope Diesel is excited to see what I pick. And also, have- we will be giving our updated picks for who we think will be in the Super Bowl. So, besides that, though, and I MVP. have no idea what's happening in football. So, well, you know, it just I threw a bunch of darts, and that's how I picked my top ten.
0: Don't forget about our updated picks for MVP as well. Ah, yes, of course. I will have those as well. I feel like uh, Offensive Player of the Year, that's going to uh, tree Hill, so we don't even need to... You don't even need to discuss that one.
1: We can agree on that one. I like it.
0: Other than that, where are our social
1: media stuff? Uh, I, I didn't hit the drum fast enough. Here you go, folks. Uh, follow me here. Follow Diesel there. Follow the show down here. Uh, make sure you are like, commenting, sharing, and subscribing. And this week, why don't you comment, as we did just reach November... What is your favorite fall tradition to get into the you know fall season?
0: You know what? I actually did one this weekend, and that was make some hot chocolate on the stove. Not the instant kind. We actually, like, heat up some milk and then make it that way, and it was delicious. I'm not going to lie. It's been a while since I've done that, and that's a good one.
1: Hey, when you put in the time, it definitely, you can taste it.
0: I do enjoy a good cup of hot cocoa.
1: Yeah, every once in a while. I'm not the biggest fan of hot drinks, but yeah, on a nice cool fall night, you can take some hot cocoa.
0: I mean, I did it on uh, Saturday night when we were uh, out handing out candy because we were sitting outside. Um, cause that's when our trick-or-treaters came by. And uh, yeah, it, was, it hit the spot. But Smart move. Other than that... I got nothing. It is November. It's crazy that it's November. Uh, This week's going to be crazy. How are we halfway through this season already? Still, nothing is clear. Even the bad teams, like they're bad, but even the bad teams can still make the playoffs. That's what's crazy about this season. This is the most chaotic season we've had in a little while. So I'm okay with it, but Until next week, when we find out that Chad is 10 games ahead of me in the standings, let's watch some football.
1: Bye. Not going to happen either. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.